Give me five minutes. The podcast with Scars and Elijah. You are in an open conversation zone. There is no tapping out once you've tapped in. Eli examinations, hood stories, nightmares for critics. And if you're that passionate, we'll bring you on in You Can Have Five Minutes. Guys, that's one kiss. Two, that's another kiss. Three, that's another kiss. Four, four different tongues and that. Nah, and I'm, I'm telling you guys now, I'm bare, I'm bare liberal. I'll be cool with a lot of things, but that to me just spins my brain. Okay, so are you saying that if that, you know, if that was you, you would just say, you know, yeah, this whole, this whole experience on the show is, is done. Like this marriage is over. Oh, yeah, that, that's exactly what the guy did. Okay, black, <laughs> black guy as well. <laughs> Scars here, yeah? Eli. We are back with a brand new episode. Listen. That's the bang, bang, bang. Welcome. The GM5M podcast is a platform where we have real and honest conversations about almost anything. No topic is off limits. The unique selling point of our show is at any point, anyone can say, give me five minutes. Once that is said, the five minute timer starts and the person has five minutes to say whatever they want uninterrupted. Once the five minutes are done, the podcast is back to an open conversation. Each person can only say this once per episode. And now let's get on with the show. There's bare things on my mind. So me and Eli, we've just come, just come, just come back from holiday. Well, uh, uh, um, we, we both went to weddings abroad. That's how I can wed it. So for anyone looking, it was not planned where me and him decided to leave the same day. Yeah? Yeah, even though we did leave the same day. What is it? And the weddings were on... That's another... You know, we left the same time. The weddings were... I think, when was yours? The 7th or the 8th? It was on the Sunday. I don't know what day yeah, it so was. so that's yeah. the 8th. Yeah, so, it was on the Sunday. Yeah. Our, both of our weddings were on the same day. Probably at the same time. Yeah, m- yeah when, when, did, when, did, when did yours start? At 3pm. Yeah, man. This one started at 1, innit? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no! I chat rubbish. 3 p.m. Oh, is it? it was because yeah, it was free. It was it was 1 a.m. The way the way they did it, they told us to link up at 1 a.m., which was a great idea. Even though I felt I was like, Ross, oh wait, I'm in my suit and all this stuff for like two, three hours. But better that than oh, you know, show up at the time, have everybody there, yeah, hour yeah, late, yeah. this and that. I said, Yeah, no, no, no. His wife planned it properly. But yeah, no, 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 no. It was a very, very spiritual. Emotional time. The, the wedding on mine was great. I don't know how was yours. I mean, I was groomsman, so okay, it was a even, different even, experience. Even, even, even <laughs> yes, man. Yeah, man. Shout to the to marriage and that, you know. It's a, yeah. ma- marriage is sweet. The sweet gone. Yeah, man. That's uh, uh in Yoruba for some of you lot. It just means it's very, very sweet. The wedding in itself, yeah. I've never been to a wedding abroad, anyways. So this was like my, my first experience of doing so. I've had many opportunities or whatever, but well, not me. Let me say many, but like I think someone's asked me before, but I, I just wasn't in a position to go at that time. But this, this one was like my, like literally my my brother, like like what was, wait, wait, hold up. He's he's been a guest on the show, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Sam, like, but we sound more Yeah, man. So. I totally forgot. Like, yeah, he's been on the show. So if you listen back to our episodes, they've come on about two or three times. Um, it was Sam and Modge. But um, it was Sam getting married. Obviously, Modge um, was there as well. And yeah, man, it was a very spectacular wedding. Like, I'm talking 
You know, like, I don't know, stuff I just stuff I see in the movies, isn't it? Like, you go abroad, you got the family coming out, like, everyone's there, like, no, bro, like, not to say, like, oh, people will fight anyways, but I'm talking nothing but peace. And um, obviously, Sam is, you know, British-born, uh, heritage Nigerian. Um, um, his wife is Greek Cypriot. And yeah, man, it was just a, a real, real blend of the cultures. Like, I'm not going to lie, they, they patterned us. When, when I was there, I felt like this is my country as well. So like, bruv, anything man needed there, like, here's the instruction. It did go to this place. Oh, this, oh, um, they know this person that owns this hotel. They know this person that owns this church. Uh, you know, food, this, that, transport. Yeah. Everything was just perfect. Even the, the wedding night itself, I'm talking, you know, like when everyone's dancing, like, because even at first, even his mom and dad were like, Ah, is this DJ just going to play Greek music all night? So, obviously, we, we told the DJ and we, we spoke to Sam a little bit before, like, listen, Sam, you got to slide in some Afro beats or even a pop smoker sign. <laughs> even though, yeah, it's a wedding. Well, like, come on, you got you to play a little sign. He's like, he's not too sure. Like, you know, the Greek fans, like, not fans, the Greek, uh, like, uh, family and that, will everyone react? Well, like, yeah, just, but is, is he not getting married as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he had a playlist and then, like, he was like, in the car, he was like... Ooh, everyone's deciding like what song to add. So he's giving us strict instructions like, listen, only like three Afrobeat songs. You man ain't going crazy putting Wizkid, David Doe, this and that, this and that. So anyways, obviously we made our playlist and that. So on the day, bruv, his mom's like, it? well, obviously that, that's my Nigerian name, innit? Like, oh, listen, go and tell this DJ, can he not play at least one, one Afrobeat song? That was going on. <laughs> so I'm looking at Sam, I'm like, you see? So obviously we go, go to the DJ. Now, this club etiquette for you silly people, you can't be bugging this DJ. People going up to DJ asking for a request, yeah? It's actually a hindrance to, to, to the night. True say, some DJs are lazy, innit? Like, they ain't even got a mix. They're just pressing one button and that's what they're doing. Mm. But generally, to bug the DJ is a bit much, innit? So I was just like, look, I thought he's going to be a bit of a... like, Or even the, the communication might be a bit mad. Maybe he don't speak English or whatever. The guy was calm. As soon as I told him one song, he was like, yeah... Look, load it all up. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Bruv, play the, what do you play? Buga by um, 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 Kiss Daniels. What's the next one? Um, Iskaba by One Day Cole. If you don't know about these tunes, go and look them up, bruv. Go and look them up. They're slappers. Bro, the whole Greek side, yeah? Fam, you're thinking, where do you man know these tunes? They're all like, what? Everyone's getting, tired. I said, nah. Yeah, this I see is it. life. I see it on the gram still. Like, Trust me. Was sh- shaking a little. Bruv, there was one guy here, he had to at least been, in the end, I found out that that's the wife's um, brother's, one of the parents' like brothers. Mm. Bruv, the way he's keeping up with the dances and that, I'm thinking, who showed you these moves? He goes, yes, I was born before you. <laughs> I said, yeah, all right, cool, cool, cool. But nah, man, it was, it was nice. It was really, they, they thought of everything. And even down to like, it, it made me feel very inclusive. Like, I don't know, I'm very weird like that. Like, whenever things like this, weddings and all that's happening, man, I, I feel like I'm just here to work. Help, help the bride and groom do whatever they have to do. I'm not really here for any shine or whatever. But you know, like, when they really took the effort to thank everybody, like, they had some part in the room, the room split open, um, one side's got a projector, one side's got a projector, and then they put up with the music and the photos. I'm talking photos, I'm like, rah, where, where does this come from? But it was emotional. Like, it was just like, nah, this from boys to men. Like, all the way from, from Owsbury. Like, 
man made it out the ends. Like, man's got married and done his thing. Like, mm. listen, man. Nah, I just I have to shout it out. I know to, to most people, obviously, if you got married a long time ago or anything else like that, yeah, but I'm telling you now, yeah, to, to kind of come out from these types of environments and just to be in, I would say, what's considered successful in life, if I can word it as that, like, that's what, these are one of the things I think people generally want to tick off as a bucket list in life. Get me? You want to have a get married. You want to buy a house. Find the love of your life. Have kids. Those are like some foundational things. So yeah, man, it was a yeah, it was a real wedding. It was a real wedding, man. I agree. Like and um, yeah, my wedding was or the wedding I went to was good. Um, it's my boy, known him for many many years, um, over ten years. I think it's like twelve thirteen years. Like we used to work together, and like literally everything he told me. Like when we first met, he told me all of his goals. You know what I mean? And, like, big up my boy Taz, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> top guy. Like, top guy. And, um, yeah, he told me all of his goals. Like, and... He, he ticked them all off. He ticked mm. them all off. He actually ticked them all off in the order that he said he was going to tick them all off as well. And it took years. It took years. Mm. It took years. And we hit it off straight away. And that's why, like, I put the post on my page, like, where it's just like, watch the company that you keep because there's a lot of people that talk a good game. There's a lot of people that have goals they don't follow through. You know, life does get in the way, but stay on the course. And just knowing people that have stayed on the course, for me, looking at it, why can I not achieve my goals? You know, why can I not reach the levels that I know that I can reach? It's like being in touch and having friendships with somebody like that, it, you know, it just makes life a lot more easier and it makes more sense. And you can definitely, you know, iron sharpens iron, you know, and he asked me to be a groomsman. So, which I was honored to be, you know, it's like, it's like, even when you look at it, like you meet someone from work, it's not like friendship. It's like, we didn't go to the same schools, you know, we didn't go to the same colleges or anything like that. Like, we literally just met at work. That's, that even that within itself is not as common, you know, just meeting someone at work and just having that type of connection. Normally when you leave the job, that's it. Like, you know, you just get on with your life, isn't it? You know, yeah, we were friends at the job, but what, 10 years later, still friends? Nah. Nah. Like maybe like a little old high and by, but to ask man to be groomsman, to get it to that stage, mm. you know, that's a real, like we really did, like it was a, it, it was a good, it was testament a good friendship. To the friendship. Yeah, yeah. it's a testament to the, to the friendship still. So, um, that like that was just good. That was that was just good. I was even surprised to be asked to be groomsman. I was like, oh no, like bro, like there. But he was like, no, like but like you're my guy. He's like, you have to be there. He's like, you have to be there. He's like, there's no way. Like you have to be groomsman. So I was, so I was like, yeah, that was good. And um, yeah, you know, it was good. And I, I went to Tenerife. I, I was on the islands. It's the second time I've been on the islands. I've been to Gran Canaria, and um, now I was on Tenerife. We're in North Tenerife. It, it was good, man. It was good. Like, like big, up, big up Tenerife, man. I'll never forget Tenerife, man. Like, the islands were just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, the islands were there. The islands were there. And, um, yeah, met a lot of good people. Um, yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. And I come back... I come back reborn. You know what I mean? I feel like I come back reborn. I come back a new man. I come back, like, yes. Like, I'm just I'm ready to attack the world for all it's worth, you know? 
And there's a lot of like revelations that came out on the trip. And I'm just I'm just happy, you know, like what a time to be alive, man, for sure. I'm telling you now, man, like <clears throat> before I kind of just pick up what I was saying. That that feeling, like in life, it's like saying there's certain types of feelings you can't just you can't buy it. You can't like necessarily like I can't just tell somebody to go and take it and get you kind of you have to live through it you have to kind of like find it and I would say I don't want to just say it like going abroad like I don't want to just frame it as that but I would just say leaving your environment like going outside of the comfort zone doing being open to to opportunities you know like for instance in this situation if you wasn't in a like, not only would you, you would obviously you would always feel honored if he had asked you, but obviously you still had to be in a position to go, you know, to, yeah, to, to actually afford the trip, yeah. and that that's even another part of the story of what I mean. It's like saying to to have yourself in these places where I right, cool, I can afford to go abroad, uh, I can afford to spend time with this person, I can afford to leave, you know, this this place and go here and do this and do that. Trust me. These experiences, they're real and they matter. Like, I remember, like, you know, having that feeling of, like, you're, you know, you're feeling revitalized. You're feeling fresh because it's like, not only is everything fresh because your skin has touched a whole place you've never been before, bruv. Like, you get what I'm saying? You've never been there. You, you, you're, you're, you're kind of having to... In a way, it's new communication skills. Like, yeah, when you get somewhere you've never been, you're thrown into something random, innit? Like, this is a new new cage, whatever, not cage, but a new place. Like, all I keep thinking about in my head is every time that man's gone somewhere new or gone somewhere different, being happy that, you know what, I'm happy I was open to this. Even if I, even, even if I was negative at the time, but I was happy I still said yes to myself. And... It's, it, it works out for the better because you meet people. You don't know who's who in this life. Shit, boy. <laughs> yeah. No, um, like, no. Ring, like ringtone right. kicking off on that. No, like, you're right. <laughs> and um, I fully agree. Just being open to it, even having the resources to even go on holiday and to, like you said, be a groomsman and, you know, just to do all these other things. And yeah, like, it was, it was good. It was good. It was good. And, I think we spoke about it earlier. Or I definitely spoke to you about it, where it was just like, in my life, I just, I just, like, I believe now that I've done a lot of necessary work behind closed doors, and you know, just reaping the rewards and seeing the benefits now for it is 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 really really good. And yeah, what's done in the dark will come to light, people. That's what I would say. What's done in the dark will come to light. You know, if, when you're working on yourself, no one's watching, you know, you're in your room, you're alone, like, like no one sees you, no one sees the work that you're putting in. You know, it's like when, say like when you want to lose weight, like no one sees, like everyone sees the end result. Okay, like, like you lost 50 kg, like that's, that's incredible in a year, you know, but no one saw you sweating, mm. doing, the, doing the treadmill, like doing the weights mm. on like a random like Wednesday afternoon when it was raining outside or snowing. No one saw that. That was you. But because you got up and you went there and you actually followed through with it, 
where no one was looking, no one was clapping for you. There was mm. no one online saying, oh yeah, man, like that's a good, that's a good achievement. You didn't even know that that would be the end result. Like you got home that day and you looked and felt relatively the same. Where you're like, oh, well, I don't, well, I know I worked out today, but I don't see any progress, but you carried on anyway. Those are the days that builds the character. Those are the days that really, when you look back on it, you're like, yes. In order to get through that, you have to be cut from a different type of cloth. I'll be honest with you, to follow through. And that's what I was saying with my guy Taz, to follow through. Even when times are looking hard or things are looking a bit shaky, to be someone that will say, you know what, yeah, I set that goal for myself. You know, the goal is still valid. As long as I draw a breath, the goal is still valid. Mm. I, I can still go for it. I, I can still go for it. If I said it's going to take me two years in, and it took me three, then so be it. Like, we did it in three. If I said it was going to take me three years and it took me five, then we do it in five. Okay. And the importance of having somebody by your side to support all of that as well is very important. Okay. It's very, very important to, to, for, to, have, to, have a, to have someone there to say, you know, yeah, I believe in you. Mm. you know? Even though things may not be looking as, as bright as they were or maybe we got to change the plan, but I still believe in you and I still support in you. You know, that's, that's where having, having, you know, a woman, like as a man, that's where have, having a woman helps. You know, a woman that actually believes in you, that is going to be there every step of the way. You know, that's going to, that is not going to, that's just going to encourage you and inspire you to continue. Very, very important to have. And that's what I would say Sam and my guy Taz have both had in their relationships. Women that have, and they have supported them. I mean, over the years, we're talking 10 plus years. Yeah, man. That they've been together. And that's for both of them. Mm. So you can see that, yes, it only, it only makes sense. Yeah, I think you're you're 100% right with the dreams because um, even down to like, you know, I think you won't mind me saying this, but that Sam was playing professionally for Cyprus. Like he was a footballer. Mm. So <clears throat> he's not a footballer now. Right? Now he does like more social media things. He works for different companies and in the sports background. But like um, he was just explaining how like when he first came here, how like the the separate team tried to shaft him. So once they found out that his, his wifey um, is uh, actual uh, separate, like she's a citizen, basically, again, I don't know about the football ways or whatever, but supposedly they're going to cut his money because now they don't have to pay for like his housing and different things like that. And he said he had a big drop in his money. Like literally just from them finding out, oh, like you, your, your partner is from here. And it makes me think like, Oh yeah, so basically at the time, obviously things were getting difficult. He's not earning the same money and he's obviously having to work things out. But obviously they worked it out and life panned out the way it panned out. But I do remember times where, yeah, man, it, was, it wasn't easy. But his wife stuck by him. Now I can say his wife now, isn't it? But like, do you know what I mean? Like he's, his wife really stood by him. I'm talking, they, they stayed in, in their parents' house, saved up their money, like, and just through thick, through thin. I'm talking Christmas after Christmas, I see them grinding, like just staying humble, saving their money, staying together, get me through ups and downs. I'm talking bare things happened in between, like people passed away, different things. And she, she, was, she was there. And not to say it like some doormat thing, like, oh, she's just there. Like, no, like she, vice versa, he's there for her. 
you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's, a, it's a commitment. Like, that's one thing you can tell. It's a commitment. And, yeah, man, like, to be honest, for, for those naysayers out there, like, yeah, I get it. Like, it's not easy to find. So no one's, we're not sitting there to tell you, like, yeah, just turn around to your local. You can just find this person. However, it's more for the inspiration and the hope. I always see it as everything we've just experienced. It's just more of a of a insight to saying, you know what, this life out there is is everything's out there for you. To a to a certain degree, like if you really want a wife, you really want a partner as a woman, or you know want a husband. You know, I, I know it sounds cliche, but you will get it if you if you have the right metrics and kind of what we're saying, like if you worked on yourself. And that's why I could even say to myself, it's like, I don't, maybe because I don't want that. I haven't been chasing marriage myself to say, yeah, I want it to, for me to even be like, yeah, it's right for me in that realm. Meaning you have to want it and want it bad and have the right metrics. So for, for people out there, maybe feeling like, oh no, I've wanted it for years, but then maybe it's not been the right mindset. Like potentially, I mean, I don't know. I'm not in your head. I'm just saying. Because I feel everything does happen for a reason. Because trust me, yeah. uh, these couples, like, I c- I'm sure you could even probably say, but listen, uh, Sam, he's been through battles. Like, some of the stuff he's gone through, some people would not be bothering to get married at this stage. They might call it a day. So, and when I say, say call it, not call it a day on the, the relationship, but just like, right, I don't need to get married now. Like, it's whatever. But nah, it was important to them. So, and just for a quick one as well, like for people that can, we mentioned it earlier, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight episodes where you can listen to Sam and Mudge. Let me just go through the names of them. Some of them, if you're a long-term listener, some of them will definitely, oh yeah, we remember that episode. So the first episode is called Surviving a Narcissistic Cheating Partner. So we've got part one and then we've got part two, which is called Would You Date a Parent? If you remember that episode. Then the next episode, like these, these are all the way back in 2021. So the next episode is We Got Married at 18. Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. That's someone else, sorry. That's my bad. The next episode with Sam and Mudge is Do I Need to Leave London to Buy a House? That, that was, was a serious episode. That was a serious episode. The next Still talk episode, about that till today. Absolutely. Till today. The next one was, do I raise my child where I grew up? Mm. That was another episode. And the uh, last episode, which was with Sam, Mudge, and Sev, is uh, get your fucking ass up and work. Mm-hmm. So there we go. <laughs> so we'll go back and listen to some of those episodes. <laughs> just go into the GM5M episode, library. Yeah. Just type in Sam, I'm sure. Sam or Mudge, MOJ. And um, those episodes will come up. Like some classic episodes, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, those are some talk. classic that's episodes. My, sure. my, my brothers, man. Yeah. yeah man. <laughs> that's the bad bad. Hey, you know what? Sorry, yeah. I'm just thinking of the speeches as well. <laughs> Ah, oh, these men are mad. Like, oh, man's been through a lot, bruv. I'm <laughs> telling you, man's been through a lot. But yeah, man, it is what it is. Yeah, the speech is always funny still. GM5M, give me five minutes with my guys, Eli and Scars. I am back. It's your girl, Asia J, and I'm ready for this episode. Yeah, you know what you know thing I wanted to talk about, actually? Mm. Um, so there's this clip online. Mm. And I don't know, does David Beckham have a documentary at the moment? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it must be from that. So you, you, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. I, I, I've watched it, yeah. Okay, so there's a clip where they're talking to Victoria Beckham, his wife. The Rose Rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, for anyone that hasn't listened to the clip, let me just uh, play it now. We're very working, working class. Be honest. I, I am being Be honest. honest. I am being what honest. What did your dra- dad drive you to school with? So my dad did, No, one answer. My dad... What well, car was it? Uh, it's not a simple answer what because... What car what did you get your dad to drive? It depends. No, 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 no. Okay, what in car, the 80s, what? my dad had a Rolls Royce. Thank you. <laughs> so for people that can't hear uh, what was being said there, they were interviewing Victoria Beckham and uh, she was just basically... She said that, yeah, she grew up in a working class... Um, and before she could even finish the sentence, David Beckham just intervened. He just said, no, 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 like, stop all of that. What car did your dad drive you when you went to school? And she's tiptoeing around the answer, so on and so forth. And she just ended up saying, yeah, like, yeah, in the 80s, my dad drove me to school in a Rolls Royce. And that's the end of the clip there. So when I saw that, I just found out, I just just couldn't stop laughing, actually. I was like, this is hilarious. Mm. And there's always, I don't know what, I don't know what it is, because you see this a lot sometimes. People that come from some really privileged background, mm. when they tell their story, it's like you were from the gutter. Like, you really had to, you know, like, you were one, like, you were so close to being evicted, like, if you didn't pay that last bill. Mm. Like, you hear them say these kind of stories mm. where it's like, oh, I had my last 50 pounds in my pocket. However, I did have my phone in my other hand where I could have just easily called my mom and dad and they could have, transferred 5k <laughs> like really and truly like I mean yes I, I may have been 5K. yeah I, I might have been down to my last 20 pounds but my mum and dad could have easily transferred me 5k like on the spot really like if, it, mm, if it's really that deep <laughs> 5k pop up if it was really that deep so but for her to say that such a public figure such someone that is uh, to be fair I did not know that about her that what that that had that was driving... Look, the thing about it is, it's not even like it was a Mercedes. When I first saw the clip... In the I first, 80s. When I first saw the clip, I just thought, what car could it have been? Because they, they, the way that David Beckham's on about it, he's like, no, what car was it? I'm like, okay, what, what was it? Some big boy Mercedes, some big boy BMW, Rolls Royce, my guy. In the 80s. That is a different... Even now, even in, even in the 2020s, a Rolls yeah, Royce, bro. bro. You, know, you know why? I feel like, bro, the 80s... Like now, even how many Rolls Royces? No, no, no. Hear, hear the context of what I mean. Now, bro, someone can go and rent, do a music video, and go and rent the Rolls Royce. Like you'll see them physically out and about in London. Like to even see it is is a bit closer. I can touch it. In the eighties, bro, one the money would, bro. They, I don't know how long they've been running as a as a as a business, but I hundred percent know in the eighties it would have been elite. Meaning this car would have been like. Yo, to have a Rolls Royce ain't just, it's not just, we're not pushing the forward, isn't it? Bro, like, I mean, fair and enough. And that's quintessential British. I mean, fair enough, like, you can say that you can, yeah, to see a Rolls Royce now is, is basically it's, the proximity. It's not, it's not, that's yeah, what I'm like, trying to say. However, to be driven to school in one, that Bro, is a different. In the 80s. I'm sorry, <laughs> I have to, I keep, you know what? I, I, I think in my head, I just see it as there's a certain element where, it will, it's getting more achievable. It's still astronomical numbers. I think, I don't know what a cheap, the cheapest type of Royce race will be. But in my head, I'm thinking 120K plus for even like a, a Wraith. Or, I don't even know what, what they're going for. But the point is, 
I feel like now, yeah, let's look it up. I feel like now, I've seen way too many artists, bro. I'm talking you that you've never even stepped into into a Benz before, but all of a sudden you've got Rose Rose stars. How did you get that? All you man get these rentals to you got links to rentals and different things like that. Whereas, so like, so say for example, like say like a Rolls Royce Phantom. If you want to buy it off the lot, the Phantom, yeah, come on. If you want to ride, yeah, if you're gonna ride it off the lot, it costs about four hundred and twenty bags. Yeah, but that's let's let's no no let's deal realistically. It would be a second hand thing because I'm thinking of all those cars because I feel like yeah, that second hand it says here from ninety six k to three hundred and thirty k. Yeah, because. I'm, I remember a point where I'm telling you, I just see bare hood guys in the back of wraiths. Yeah, but they're and, not driving their daughters to school, man. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just saying that gives a proximity because it's like saying, you know, like certain cars were just, you, yeah, they were out there, but you still couldn't get it as a rental. You wouldn't, what man pulling up in a Bugatti. I mean, I can't speak for the 80s, innit? I can't speak. I, I, I'd have to ask my mum, like, could you go and rent a Rolls Royce? I'm, I, I bet you could. Rent a Rolls Royce because I'm sure that business has always been available to rent cars. Like I'm sure that's always been. But available. that's that's what I'm but getting at. I feel like you wouldn't have been able to just maybe down to insurance. This, why not that. though? Like say if you had a wedding in the 80s, I'm sure you could you could rent a Rolls Royce like for then, for like for maybe, like a wedding or something like that. But for then, sure. But then maybe maybe the money was was mad those times because. But I'm, the money's mad now. This is what I'm trying to say. The no, money is crazy but, now. But no, it's crazy now. But now it's still achievable. It's like saying... So who are you? Who, who is this achievable to? Like, I, okay. don't, I, I think we're talking about different things here. I'm talking about having a car that you take your, ch- that, that you take your child to school. I'm not talking about yeah, just sitting but in the back of but, it. But what, the example I'm, I'm, I'm putting out there is he's saying, okay, first of all, why was she signified in the 80s? If the context is already talking about your childhood, so we, we, we pinpoint the time. Yeah. I'm saying... It is important because like, I still feel that she's still trying to minimize it. Where it's like, no, it was such a long time ago. Like, I mean, like that's it was just a Rolls Royce, but it was in the eighties. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about all the way back in the eighties. That's what I think she mentioned. Well, where she had to make a well, that, obviously that's that's where the difference of of perspective. I'm there thinking, if you're saying it in the eighties, that makes it sound even worse. Yeah, in but the I 80s, don't think I don't think she. I, that's not the reason why I think she said it. Yeah, no, fair enough. But I. That's what I believe. I believe she's saying it as a as the oh like no, but it was just in the eighties, you know, back in the day. But you had a Rolls Royce in the eighties, like it's like saying now, like what you know, like when brands take take up more of a president. Like as the years go on, it becomes more synonymous with. It's like saying Gucci and the LV. They still have their value as high um, high fashion brands or like brands that are like deeply like very respected or very expensive or whatever, but the proximity to them is becoming closer. You can, you can go third world countries and see people rocking Gucci, fake or maybe got passed down or whatever, but it's becoming closer. It's becoming, it's still more viable. Whereas 20 years ago, mate, certain brands, you, it's even the exclusivity, it's not getting around. You can only buy it if you've got the money. You only rock it if you've got the money. You can only do it if you're a certain type of person. So that's that's what I'm saying. I don't. I just feel like in the '80s, hundred percent. There's we'd have to do the research because I. I, 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 don't think wanna... I think your view on a Rolls Royce is is uh, uh, like again. I think we're looking at it from two different point of views. You're saying I see it in I see it in music videos and people can rent it at any time for like the weekend. So it's kind of like a minor. And I'm trying to say for for, that for hold on. Sorry for for a parent to say you know what. I need to take my child to but school. Wait, not that it's a minor. Out of all the cars, let me just pick up. Let me just choose the Rolls Royce. Let, like that's that is the 
that is the car of choice. Yeah, we're going to take my child to school. I, I'm just saying. Like, I'm trying to say the privacy of, of that. Yeah, but I'm saying on top of that, it's like we're saying the same things. It's it's like it's your it's where you're placing what's important about it. I'm saying you had this in the 80s. So whether or not your dad had a fleet of cars, to have a, a Rolls Royce in the 80s was a big deal. That's that's what I'm I'm getting at. And I'm saying it now, whereas now, yes, it's still a big deal now, but if the proxy, like, what's, it, it's not as big a deal if this next guy can still pick it up and take, take the car and get a chance. Like, private jets. They, they, I'm seeing adverts now that are saying private jets are more affordable than you think. You can buy a private, sorry, you can uh, book a flight in a private jet. Still going to be crazy money, but the proximity now is different. Before, it would have been whatever it is to, to even get one ticket there or whatever, one, one flight cost you 70K. Whereas now, I don't know, maybe you can pay 5,000 and take a cheap ride from one place to one place. I don't know, I'm just making it up. But that's the energy of what I'm saying. Because in the 80s, isn't it? Like, if it was a Rose Royce in the 80s, then boy, unless they were super cheap. <laughs> they definitely weren't. So yeah, like... They definitely weren't. But I just say that regardless of what we're both saying, for the fact that she, for the fact that working class can come out of her mouth, in general, is is just it's just scandalous. No, I, I don't know her, her history in it. Like, she obviously in the end she probably isn't, but it's just more like, brother, are you, why did you say that? I'm sorry, are you, like when you say probably, are you, are you saying that there's like because she was at school, right? So, so she was young. She was born into this. So, I don't, I'm confused with the probably that she didn't grow up working class. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't understand that. What do you mean? Like, you're saying that she probably grew up working class or she didn't. No, she, I'm, I'm to... saying she probably did not grow up working class. Yeah, and I'm trying to, and I'm questioning the word probably. Like, yeah, because... I think it's clear that she did not. Meaning, I don't know. I, I literally don't have no clue about her, her growing up. So... All I know about her growing up is that she you... went to school in a Rose Race in the 80s, as you said. So yeah. I don't know whether probably is... Like, cool, because... I will look, stand on it and say, like David Beckham is saying, we, we, no, you we, did not grow up working class. True, but again, like, I... We're, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like, uh, when we was having this discussion about uh, the Amber Heard and... What's his name? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp thing. Like, I don't have that, those facts. If you turn around and she says, oh, she grew up in some next place. She lived at this time when she was four years old. Maybe the dad got money at this point. I don't know. Basically saying, I don't have, I actually don't know anything. Like maybe a man might have a bit of a story about, oh, she, she grew up here. I don't even know where she grew up. Like I don't have nothing about her, her life. Only thing I know is you were in the Spice Girls and you were considered posh Spice because you was posh from whatever, the way you spoke or the way you grew up or the way you looked or whatever. Yes, your husband's already saying this this part, but even from the documentary, they didn't really dispel that. Like it's they didn't they didn't dig deep on on that bit. Like yeah, it's probably it's probably too much to it's, it's probably a lot to show, isn't it? It's well, a lot to I show. don't know, innit? it? But, but that's why I'm just saying that I don't know, innit? it? But we can assume that you probably did not. Like if your husband is saying this and he's doing all this, yeah, other for, stuff. like for him to highlight it, for him to come in and interrupt the whole thing, like he must have heard it and said, "Ah, uh-uh, no way!" Like. There's no way that you just said this. Like, there's no way that you just said that. He, he's look. His whole thing was be honest, didn't it? So he's just thinking, like, look, we're not here to do this thing to try and make ourselves look whatever. Like, just be honest. Like, why? Why don't you just, you know, say, say, say how it how it is? 
Yeah, that was interesting. I just thought that interesting. Like, people, like, look, if you come from nice privileged background, just own it and just move on. Like, it, like it is what it is. You don't have to bring up the struggle. You don't have to say that you were... I know everyone loves a good story. Everyone loves a good story. You know, like, it's, it's a... I don't know, like, there are some people that are like that. But throughout my life, I've, I've, known, I've known people to have, like, spoken like that. And then when you actually look at their, like, family or, like, their background, you're like... Like, why did you even have to say this? It's not even that deep. Like, you didn't have to... Where's all the struggle? <laughs> like, like you didn't struggle. Like, and that's not a bad thing. Like, just... But it's, it's almost worse to say, yeah, like, I feel... I understand your pain. Like, I understand where you're coming from. Knowing that you didn't... That you didn't have to go through any of that. You know what it is? It's, it's always the allure of this whole... Like... Having a having having like a underdog, I come up from the struggle story always sounds better. Just that's that's what I I believe. Like if I had to ask, let's just say categorically, she did not grow up like that at all in any way. Let's think. So why do you feel why do you feel that you had to say that? The same way, like uh, quote unquote rappers knowing that mate to come from a hood and all this other stuff is. It's not like a great thing, but you you didn't come from that, but you want to rep it. You want to make yourself seem like you you did more or you you had a hard upbringing or anything else like that. It's your law. Because they see it from other people and see what respect that they get from when they say it. Because mm. to me, I don't get it. Like, if you're, if you're wealthy, just the fact that you're wealthy, that's it. That's your, that's your ownership. Just take that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you want to make it sound like yeah. Well, I put in the same work that this guy did. Cool, but this guy coming from a whole different place to even get to work was the next thing. To to even be mentally stable at work was the next thing. For you, it wasn't. That's okay. But that's. I think that's the insecurity of life. Like it's it's even down to like um um. There's a two pack documentary. Yeah, you should watch it. It's it's on Disney. It's called Dear Mama, and. Obviously, I think it's, it's obviously coincide with the whole. I don't know if you know about the whole Tupac murderer. They've he's been discovered oh. and everything else. Basically, some one guy basically admitted the whole thing. However, he thought that he was gonna get immunity. That's why he ended up writing about it, putting a book. He did this, he did that, and he was the guy. He's the he's the uncle of the guy Tupac rushed that day. So he basically said like, "Yeah, look, what happened is." I forgot the word for it, but the word that he thought he was protected by basically said that you're not immune. It just means that this police department can't use this these words against you. Is it like Statue of Limitations or something? So like if a crime it's, happened it's, like it's, 30 it's based, years ago... It's, it's, based the, it's based around that, but there's a specific word for it. I forgot okay. the word. But it yeah. begins with a P or a M. I forgot. Mm. Yeah, but basically, they've told him that, look, um, you know, if you tell us this... We can prosecute other people, and they had they had a big case on him. He was, at, I think, he had some next Rico. He's like a big drug dealer in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, so he's still in the same same hood of where it happened. Like, he's still in Las Vegas, oh, making money. His, he's or, just been living his life. Yeah, he's just been there the last thirty years. Wow. So he's now basically admitted that he, oh, that like he's, he's he's in the police uh, in the police uh, police report uh word for word saying that yeah he he had the gun he went and um found a two-pack and he was it was by luck they actually was going to give up but he just heard some girls screaming saying ah, this pack. turned around he goes wow look at him he's right there 
They was looking for him the whole night after the fight. They couldn't find him. So he's saying how even when it happened, the position of where he was sitting, he was the one that was supposed to shoot Tupac. But he was like, remember, he's sitting by the passenger. He's sitting by the, pa- well, in, let's just say he's sitting on the right, right-hand right side of the car. Yeah, because in America, they drive on the left. Yeah, they drive on the left. So if everyone remembers, Tupac is on the passenger side. Suge Knight is the one driving the car. Yeah. So he's like, gun-wise, he couldn't do it. Like the angle of where he was. So he said he passed the gun to his cousin, the one that got rushed. And he said, he's the guy who came there. Said, yeah, fuck it. And left shots. Just, that's it. Mm. And yeah, that's basically what's happened. He's even saying, yeah, supposedly the gun's still out there somewhere or something else like that. And um, obviously, everybody else in the car is dead. Like, there was four other people and three other people in the car. They're all dead. Apart from Suge? No, no, no. Sorry, in his car. Oh, In his okay. car. So when he, was, when he was making his way there, he had, a, he had the nephew and one of his friends and one of his bedrooms. So he's the only one that's still alive. Yeah, everybody else is, is, is dead out. Wow. So basically, they're, they're using this against him. Like, because now they're just saying that, yeah, like, it's, it's been solved. Another state has basically picked it up and said, they're going to charge, they're going to use these words against you. And on top of that, you've gone and written books. You've said bare other things. You've implicated yourself. And supposedly, all of it is from Diddy. Diddy put a hit out saying, yeah, it's a mill. And then oh, yeah. even, uh, even in his book, he's saying... Apparently, he didn't get the money. Yeah. Someone else got the money. Or he, allegedly, the money was given to somebody to give to him, but that person kept it. Yeah. And basically, that's, that's why now, suppose he did the months earlier, he was giving out masters, doing this, doing that, saying that this shit's going to hit the fam. Remember, this guy ain't been charged yet. Mm, so when he goes to court, they're when gonna, he goes to trial... They're going to dig deep. Yeah. And... He's lucky. If he, if he gets away with this, he's fucking lucky. Who was the guy or did no, he? No, did he? The guy, I think he's finito. The guy, <laughs> the guy is done. And also, a lot of them gangster lies. I mean, if they trace it back to a wire transfer of a milli, then, it, then it's a bit, it's a bit mad. And when some next guy was like, bro, like, he's, he's, he's saying that he's done time and he's like, look, if there's one, f- is, he goes, there's three people in prison that people literally will kill for or go mad. That you could you just cannot disrespect them. He said LeBron James, Kobe, and Tupac. <laughs> he goes, man, them love Tupac. He goes, once you get in there, you are dead. Because <laughs> he goes, everyone's gonna know that you did it. Yeah. You killed Pac. <laughs> man, I feel I feel bad for him. Well, I don't feel bad for him, but what I mean is it's your it's your time, innit? But um, wait. He's almost been on borrowed time anyway, really. Yeah, when, he's... When, when you really deep it. Yeah, he's been on borrowed time for, 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 for ages. Wait, wait, I'm correlating why we brought this up about finding out information about... I actually forgot, to be fair, why, why this was brought up. But it was good that you brought it up regardless. Uh, cool. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's, That's the bad Hey guys, it's your girl Miss P. And it's your girl Cindy Temi. And you are listening to the Give Me 5 Minutes podcast. That's the bang bang. Your five minutes start now. Yeah, so this week I've been thinking a lot, man, about relationships, about people and about commitment, you know, and how, how deep, you know, does it go? You know, so I'm sure some of us know like, Will 
and Jada have now come out and basically said that they've been separated since 2016. And basically, like, the marriage has just been, like, this open thing and this type of entanglement. All these things that we've been seeing, it's all making sense now. Yeah? However, when we're trying to, you know, like, trying to just analyze, okay, but what's the reason that, you know, you guys basically got a divorce, but not on paper? Like, yeah, you lot had an amicable divorce, basically. They both said, let's separate, live our separate lives, but to the, to the public, we're not going to let them know. And then when you're reading, like, Will's book, he's mentioning things like he thinks divorce is a failure. So it makes me think, like, okay, what is the actual... Is there, is there, is there a point that people don't make sense being together? Like, at what point do you now say, okay, the struggle, the strife, the commitment, till death do us part, all this other stuff, but at what point is this a rap? And I get it. Maybe it's down for money because on her, on her end, kids are older. Even if you divorce him, you're not getting no child support. Uh, Will's pretty much been the most famous person between you two. Obviously, you guys have built businesses, but maybe, maybe, maybe on Jada's side, she's, she feels like it's not worth it to get a divorce. And for Will, it's a principal thing. I'm just not doing that. Like, for the, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that. Um, or I didn't understand fully. He actually didn't even really divorce his first wife. He was about basically married to her. Uh, Jada's come along. Them two have kind of like, falling by the wayside and it was like the wife had to come back and say no you're, let's divorce like are you crazy here's your divorce papers and then literally six days later he's married Jada or he's, he's started a relationship with her and it just makes me think basically when we're thinking about marriages when we're thinking about relationships where is that point like imagine you built so much with somebody because for someone like Will and Jada they have, they're great great kind of example because they have built a great family empire in terms of wealth and whatever like kids have got money they've got successful careers everything else but even in the bits he's, he's you know he's come out and saying how like there were times where in the world he's winning so he's doing well with movies he's doing well with everything else but he's saying at home he's not his wife is upset your wife didn't want to get married like she wasn't really on that like why didn't you want to let it go? You know, if it's not working. Or at least if it's not working internally, you know, saying that she was crying for 45 days, different things like this. Basically, I'm just bringing up to say, at what point do people understand when it's time to either call it a day or whether they shouldn't call it a day? And maybe to, to somebody else that this Will and Jada's relationship is a testament of nothing but strength. because. That means when they was doing when the slapping was going on, they went together. That man just turned up. And supposedly, Chris Rocks asked, asked Jada out. Cause he heard a rumor that they was breaking up. One minute remaining. But it wasn't. So now it makes me think, okay, the whole slap is very different now. Because if I slapped you because you tried to ask out my wife, you'd even hear it from me, bro. 
You didn't even, you just heard a rumor, you saw it on Twitter or something, and just jumped on her on her phone. What? Because you lot did Madagascar. Like that's crazy. So I'm basically saying, what is, what's the kind of the point or the 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 peak of staying together and sticking it out? Like how will you know? You know what? This is done. Like this relationship is actually over. And you know what? I'm gonna throw this in there. And I know my family is going to be done out soon. But um, imagine you're, you're with a partner, yeah? How do you consider Five, this? four, three, two, one. Yeah, quickly. If you're in a relationship, yeah, and your partner says, oh, I, I was playing a game of spin the bottle and kissed four guys, Do you class that as cheating? Oh, what? Are you asking me? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Do you think there's any, any realm in that that could be, it's cool? Like, oh, okay, no, no, no. Like, it was a game. Um, you know, it, it, the other people are married as well. For Will and Jada, the only, the only way that that could ever run is if it's on set for a movie. That's literally it. That's the only way that I could even see that happening or that just being slid under the rug. Unless it's for set. Like, you're, you're an actor and, and, it, and it calls for you to kiss these four guys because like, you're doing a scene about spin the bottle. That, that's the only way that it can run, really. I still say, with that one, you're kissing four men. One, two, three, four. Yeah, like... You, you just showed up on set and they just sprung that on you. No, no, no. Like, um, I'm because you're asking... Is that cheating? Mm. So if it's, if it's, look, as I said before, you know, we've said this a few times, isn't it? Look, mm. When you met, if that's what it was, then that's what it was. If you met and she was, and, and, and the woman was putting bikini pics up on the Instagram, it's going to be a bit dumb for you to turn around and say, well, now you got to stop that now, isn't it? Even though I've made you my wife. And mm. I want you to stop that. It's a bit, it's, it's, it's kind of backwards. Mm. So if you was an actor and you've done whatever before and you've now got a new role and that's what the scene calls for, then it's cool. I'm sure Will has kissed other women in his, in his movies before. Mm. So that just comes part and part with the parcel. Unless you want to now say, you know what, now that you're married, there's no kissing scenes. Fair enough. That's good. But if Will is okay with that, I wouldn't say that's cheating. But if it's like I went to a random party mm. and they done spin the bottle and I and I kissed four guys, that's a whole different kettle of fish now. That's a whole different kettle of fish. That's a whole different kettle of fish. You know what I mean? Say, you know what it always reminds me of? Mm. Is, I, and I, I'm, for whatever reason, this is just what my mind goes to. It goes to Ja Rule. Now, I watched Ja Rule growing up. Like, he done all that stuff there. I was convinced that him and... Jennifer Lopez were together at mm. one point and stuff like that. I w- and, but I was always shocked to find out he had a wife the whole time. Mm. I was shocked. I was like, what? All this time he's had a, he's had a wife? Wow. What, what's going on there? Mm. Especially the Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> that I thought they were, I would, as a young kid, I was convinced. But she had a, she had a partner those times as well. Who? Uh, Jennifer Lopez? It is what it is, isn't it? But I'm just talking about the Jar Rule. Like when I think I don't know what show I watched, and they said, "Yeah, that's been his wife from the very beginning yeah. of his whole career. Yeah, yeah. His whole career, he's had a wife." Yeah. So I was like, "Wow." So 
it, so it will, so now his wife cannot cannot turn around and say, oh, you know what, yeah, you and Jennifer Lopez, it was a bit too too, a bit too too, because that's what he's going for, isn't it? Mm. Like he has to sell that image. Mm. He has to sell that image. So it's not that cheating. It's not cheating. Whether she's winding up on him, she's rubbing up her body on him. Like, I mean, it is what it yeah, is, isn't it? In the film aspect, because basically... Or I... like even in the entertainment aspect. But if it was just... If she had just gone to... If someone had just sent a picture of him at some house party mm. and it was the exact same dancing, she would say, no, that's no, that's not allowed. I would assume anyway. But because it's on set and it's your job and that's how I met you you know you said you was going to be a rapper I mean that's why I was happy to go ahead with it I can't now turn around and say for example she's dancing too close to you yeah those, those ones obviously I get that I actually got it from the show called uh, Married at First Sight I was watching a bit of that yesterday and that's one of the scenarios in there like the, one of the, the one of the husbands has just showed up and one of the other husbands is more upset he's just questioning this girl like yo I'm hearing this is what you've done like, you kiss four guys on a spin-the-bottle game. Like, why? She's like, why is that your business? Uh, 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 sorry, was it part of the show? Was it off-camera? That, that's what I was saying. No. We, we don't... I said, do, do we get... Do we as the public get to see this? From when we don't get to see it, that's, that's even worse. So this happened off-camera off camera on, a, on the next one. And then I'm just thinking... You know, now I got asked a question. And I remember at first thinking... It, at first, it's not a straight no. I mean, so it's not a straight yes, because I'm like, oh... You just, you're thinking of the game element. You're thinking, oh, but it's a game. But I'm like, nah, actually, the more I deep it, why are you playing? Thank you. Like, why are you playing? I wouldn't play. Like, spin the bottle is a singles game, bro. Like, you know what I go on for that game? That game gets busy. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I was just Truth playing. Truth or dare or I was, that. I was like, I was playing a game of strip poker. Like, what? Why, like, why are you playing? Get me. <laughs> Even if you're there, sit this one out. Yeah. Like, that's what I see other people are committed to do. Like, you know what? This game gets a bit kinky, innit? Like, let me just... Yo, I'm, I'm stepping this one out. Yeah, I'm just watching. Yeah, don't give yourself a reason. Like, don't step into the lines then and then yeah. complain that you got bit. And then, four. Four, okay. One's even enough, but one... Guys, that's one kiss. Two, that's another kiss. Three, that's another kiss. Four! Four different tongues and that. Yeah, that's nah, right. And I'm, I'm telling you guys now, I'm bare, I'm bare liberal. I'll be cool with a lot of things, but... That to me just spins my brain. Okay, so are you saying that in that in, if that was you, you would just say, you know, what, yeah, this whole this whole experience on the show is is done. Like this marriage is over. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's exactly what the guy did. Okay, black, <laughs> black guy as well. <laughs> bro, the way he was so final, yeah, it was just too funny, bro. Like I don't know if you what you you understand. You know the part where they have their breakups and they or oh, whether you're gonna leave or whether you're gonna stay. Yeah, at the end. <laughs> First of all, she's saying she wants to stay. I don't know why. But okay, no problem. He said, you know what? No, like, I'm going to leave, innit? Like, I'm not doing this. Like, it's just, just whatever. Then she changed her mind. She's like, you know what? No, no, no. She, what's it? Basically, if one person has the, if, if, if one person says leave and one person says stay, basically the staying takes yeah. president. Like, yeah. you have to stay. Yeah. So she's changed her mind. So they're both gone. You know, they're both staying. Sorry. What was the other way around where she no, was... No, she wanted to stay. He wanted to leave. Yeah. But then her initial thing was just kind of like, oh, like, leave. Like, let's leave together. Call it a day. Then she said, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm fighting for this love. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah, I'm on this. I'm on that. He then turned around and said, I don't care. I'm leaving the show. <laughs> like, he's not on it. But he's... you know why she said that, right? Obviously, yeah. Obviously, to 
in my opinion, I would probably say just to save herself, innit? Try and make yeah. it seem as if like... And also to stay on the show as well. Yeah, 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 true. I even think in, in my head, I just see it as... Something about it just felt very cheap. I'm just like, but you know, like, even in normal life, man or woman who does that, I just find that weird. Why are you in that scenario? You're kissing four guys. Yeah, like, there's no respect there, basically. Yeah, like, like the, it just doesn't make sense the, to me. The respect is non-existent. Not even... And I feel like, to some people, I don't get, why can't you hold yourself back? Like, there's some people listening right now thinking, but what's wrong with that? But what do you mean, what's wrong with that? You shouldn't be in... To me, down to, like... Because the point of why I was trying to bring this up was just saying, okay, if we're saying we're supposed to be together, stay together, through death do us part, whatever the case is, how does this how does this work in anything that you're thinking or saying? You she probably are, just doesn't really like the guy. So like that's just it. I think it's very straightforward. Like she probably doesn't really like him, doesn't respect him for sure. So she's like, yeah, like that's that's what I'm gonna do. And in her mind, she's like, yeah. And even when it all goes to, when when everything all hits the fan, um, I, I'm still going to stay on the show anyway because I'm going to force it. Basically, did it end up staying on the show or did he actually leave? No, he left. Okay, so well, that, I don't know about the next week, but I'm talking, he he was profusely like, no. Yeah, like, she will stay on the show even yeah. as a single person. She, yeah. she, will, she, will stay, she will grind it out for as long as she needs to. I forgot about that bit. Like, I, I, I saw that happen... Um, back on like Love Island, people grind it out, man, to to, to get them weeks on the show. Because you know Actually, when wait, you wait. come out, no, 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 this, this you can't do this on this show. She can't just stay. She she can. I think for a couple weeks you can have it, but there's not gonna be a new person for you. But then that's a shame. No, but I've seen. Mm. I've seen. No, I know what you're saying. There, there's. I've seen I, new I've people seen, come in. Yeah, new people, but not like if your if your person's left. Oh, yeah, the most you get is yeah. you get that come to the dinner, maybe you're single and that, but. Yeah. What, next so week right. you're so going to be here? No, so you, right. ain't, you ain't got no value for the show now, innit? Yeah, Your relationship so right. dead out. Yeah, it's done. It's like, done. It's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh no, oh no, on back to the, like, the Will and Jada and just in general about staying together, like, what do you, what do you feel about that? Like, what do you feel is the limitation I don't really, in a marriage anyways? I mean, like I hear because you explained Will Smith's mindset with it. He just doesn't want to do that. I mean, for yeah, him to thinks, have done this with his first wife. And he, say, he thinks divorce, divorce as English, as a sentence, as whatever, is failure. So that's the reason why he doesn't want to file for it. You know, but I had this conversation with somebody um, in Tenerife, actually, um, where it's just like, look, as I, w- I would say, as black people, that like, we need to get over this. We can't fail. Like, I know the world is tough and, mm. and life is hard. But I do think as black people, like we are brought up as in, you better not fail. You have to be right mm. in everything you do in life. Like someone that I work with, I had a conversation with them and it was just, I'm just like, let, let, let me just transition to another thing here. One of my biggest like pet peeves like in life, this really, like, I actually lose respect for people. Mm. If, and, it, and, it, and it's like this, if this is the very first time I have ever done something and you expect me to get it perfectly correct. I don't know. Like I look at anyone that expects that of me and I just, I straight away lose respect for them. It's the very first time I've ever done something and you expect me to do it 110% correct. Like I just, I just have a lack of respect for that type of person because Mm. you are also human and you are not perfect and you fail on so many things in your life. 
So, but and you know it's the very first time. So if it's like riding a bike, oh, oh, um, yeah, we're gonna ride a bike there. Oh, I've never ridden a bike before. Oh, you never ridden a bike? Okay, cool. Um, well, this, well, this how you ride it. Okay, let's ride it. I ride it. I fall off. <laughs> what, bro? You can't even ride a bike, bro. You can't even ride, a- brother. Are you trying to tell me, yeah? Just for an example, like that, that has never happened to me. But I'm just saying, as an example, my guy, you laughing, like, I just always go back to this, like, what makes you so special? Mm. Like, so you've never failed in mm. your life on, on anything. But so anyway, so I say that, mm. to say that, but I remember I, I, was, I was speaking to someone at work and I'm more joking. Um, it's the first time that they've um, ever been to a prison, right? Mm-hmm. First time they've ever been to a prison. and. The person is like shaking, not because they're scared or anything like that, but they're, well, not necessarily scared of, of anyone there, but they were just like, oh, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, and I'm like, look, it's okay. Don't worry. You're with me. I'll show you what needs to be done. Like, this is your first time you've ever been in, you don't know about the prison doors or anything like that. Like, I mean, you don't know how to open or close any of these things. Mm. Like, don't, don't worry. Like, mm. it's okay. Yeah, but he's like, oh, yeah, but, yeah, but I need to, I need to know. So why? I said, and I literally had to stop, I had to stop this guy and say, like, bro, relax. Mm. Yeah. And I told him the exact same thing. I said, mm. look, as black people, this is a problem. Why do you need to be the expert of navigating this prison that you've never been to before and it's your first time into a prison. Please tell me, why do you need to know today, right now, like the time is 1 p.m.? Why do you need to know? If you, if you could give me the answer, I will let, I will, I will, I will let you be. Mm. Why do you need to know right now? Not in six months. Not, not, not even in two weeks. Not even tomorrow. Why do you need to know to, today? It's okay to what, not know. What do you say? No, he's like, no, like you're right, Eli. Yeah, like you're right. Like I just, I just get a bit agitated when I don't know things. Yes, like that's okay, but <laughs> like you're gonna end up making big mistake if you have that type of mindset. It's okay to not know. You need to be uncomfortable in the in the unknown. I would even say it, you'll make the mistake and not let yourself get over it. Thank like, you as well. Like you kind of have to. You you know what. With, you know what? When it comes to that, I think that that's just a fair a thing of fear, anyways. Like, like I know it happens. It's definitely with black people. Like, we just have that as growing up. But definitely, feel like it's more of a bigger mindset of like some people just feel like I don't know if it's anxiety, but like some of it is just like, why do you feel like you even have to get it right right now? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, like I just don't get the like why. That's what I said to him. I said, like, we're talking, look, it's the first time you've ever been in this environment. Please tell me why you need to be the expert. Why do you need to, like, I'm not saying that I'm some big boy expert, but I mean, I'm comfortable in there. So why do you have to be moving and do, and know your way around like I do, even though I've been doing this for years? Like, I don't, I don't, relax. You'll get there. Don't worry. You'll get there. You'll get there. And then it obviously is, must like be similar pressures from themselves like in their own lives. Like, you know, if they, if they, if they're given a task, that is the standard that they've been set. Like, you know, like naturally as you're, as you're talking, I'm just thinking of, okay, why certain people behave the way they do. If they get anxious about certain things or they start feeling like, you know, oh, when, they, when they're doing something, I have to be the best at it. It's usually, probably from generally some sort of 
something in the house from the parent where the parent's just super unreasonable. Oh, um, um, go and I bought a new Hoover. Yeah, go and fix it up, clean the house. Um, you know, so I, you know what? Even me, I'm not even that harsh because I can't even think of this. Thing. It would just be, you know, like sometimes I see things and I'm just listening to certain parents and I'm just like, just relax. Like, yeah, like, why are you putting the pressure on? Like, it might even be the parent doesn't know something. Something as simple as they've bought a new phone. They don't know how to use it. Come and help me. You should know. Hurry up. What? Oh, you don't know. Uh, or like asking them to do something. And they just have a very, very just highly unreasonable. It's like you want, like it's, we're not on some Cinderella thing. Like you want me to cook. You want me to be here, be attentive, be smart, be the best looking. Be Like that's where it, it usually comes from. Because it's a it's a it's an aspiration of like trying to be perfect or trying to do things quick. Like you're you've been pressured to do things quick, learn it on the go, and if you don't learn it, you get penalized for it. Because I know a lot of us grow up with that pressure, especially mm. in school. Like, look, it has to be straight A's. Mm. Like, it, like even A star is not even good enough. You know what I mean? It has to be A star star. Just. You know, it has to be A star star. Okay, so there's a hundred people in your class. You know why? Why are you not the top one? Mm. Your second. Gosh, God bless me. Oh, oh my God days. bless me. Oh, oh my child. Ah, you will not be a failure. You will not be a failure. You just reminded <laughs> me of something. I was dying late, like earlier today. Yeah, shout out to Philly and and Harry. They've got a, a TV show on well on Channel Four Four So the YouTube channel. Literally, there's a sketch that they got here. Yeah? Talking about like parents and parents' evening. And literally that, where the dad comes in, it's the dad is Harry, and like the child is is, is thinking, I was gonna play it, but I'll send it to you later or whatever. Unless you, you wanna watch it. Nice no, cool, cool. Yeah. Right, yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's too funny because it's like the the parents actually sorry, the teacher's basically saying like, oh, the child is good. So he's he's like, oh, um, okay, Felipe. He's been one of our brightest kids in the school. And then actually, actually she's learning that she's clocking that. The dad's face ain't changing. He's upset. She's like, um, is, is it something I've said? He said, so, so he's not the one. <laughs> so you said he's one of. Abby, he's one of. She said, well, you know, I don't have the stats because, you know, that means he's, you know, he's a, Hey, you are, you're saying that he's one of, so he's not the one. He's not the smartest in the school. Eh? He's not the smartest. And then she basically goes, okay, no, no, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, he's got all nines. In all his grades, he's got all nines. Bro, his face here from the disappointment. He's, he's pulling the toothpick out of his mouth. <laughs> he's pissed off. He's thinking, nines. She's like, but that's, that's a star. You can't get better than that. And he says, is he the one? Is he the smartest in the school? And then she goes, yes, yes. He's, is this the smartest ever? <laughs> 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 and he just goes on. And then basically, basically yeah. she's like, no, he's the smartest. And he's music. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's too accurate. Uh, Bam. It's just like, 
Some some parents is like the pressure, like flipping hell. And anything recreational. Ah, so you play football, you're gonna ruin your life, you know. <laughs> you're gonna ruin your life. K- k- kicking this ball. Ah, anyway, kicking football, <laughs> football. Ah, you know, you know my friend. He's a footballer. Yeah, he was a footballer back in the day. But what does he do now? Eh. But I think a lot of them fear and no experience because I I just think of it like like look like go to school and get and get good grades. That's it. That's extremely important. Like look like that's not gonna be. I think for anyone, especially if you're not first generation, I'll say African, <laughs> like you may not understand the level of the joke that me and Scars are putting out across here. Like yeah, going bro. to Paris evening, first generation in the West, <laughs> as, a, as a first generation African, I'll say definitely West African as well. I don't know about other Africans, but, but I'll say West, yeah, maybe even East, but let me just say, because that's what I know, West African, I can't speak because I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it, it could be similar. Going to parents' evening. Oh my gosh! I tell you now, man. Like, my... bear man got exposed. Bear man got exposed. You thought, oh, you're a bad boy and all this other stuff until parents' evening came. Man saw your mom was onto you or your dad was onto you. <laughs> and uh, and if they came together, <laughs> you're done for, bro. He he's even. I haven't seen this happen yet, but I've I felt the notion of it in the skit before he sits down. He puts pepper. On the table, he puts a belt, he puts a shoe, you know, the uncle shoe with the sandals with the open toes and that. And he's like, Yes, I'm just, you know, just getting ready. And as he's talking, he's like, oh, I'm gonna mash you up, man. I'm gonna mash you up. Like, you know, when he's shaking the head, like, No, I cannot wait. It's over. As soon as you get home, it's a wrap. It's abuse, bro. I'm saying now, yeah, like to some, this, this education thing is like, even down to like some kids, that's how that's how bad you was. You didn't even care how bad you're gonna get beaten. You just said, you know what? Forget this life. I'm I'm rebelling. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I don't know how some people did it because they and some of their dads were just hench and that. Like, come through with the one yeah. bang. It was real serious, man. But I just say that to say, well, I think what you're saying is that if you if you're growing up in that type of environment, like it still carries o- over to you as an adult where you're mm. like, I can't get it wrong because there's so much, rely- like, you have the feeling that there's so much relying on me. I, I need to, like, I just cannot get this wrong. Mm. Like, I, if I get this wrong, that's it, I failed. And, you know, would I be able to keep this job or, like, everything's going to be a failure mm. kind of thing. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. You will get there. You will get there. Just, just, just watch and just follow, you know? Yes, like, yeah, you need to be able to maneuver in your own way. And you do need to get, like, running quickly. But on the very first, like, like you haven't even been here for, like, 10 minutes. Mm. You're already, you're, you're trying to be um, a top, like, it, top it, it, it doesn't even work. And be Sully and that. It doesn't even work. Even, doesn't even work. Sully had to take his time to get there, you know? You know what I mean? Like, I had to come up the ranks, bro. Get you know me. Mean? Like, like, it don't just happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but it didn't happen overnight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. It, and, and I think that's where it is. You, we, we take that into adulthood. Take that into the marriage, just like what Will's done. He's taken this whole divorce thing, and supposedly it's because he he sees it as his dad was beating his mum or saying about he just never saw that in his parents, and he just thought he's never ever gonna be like that. And he's even there's some clip where he's he's saying it in front of his kids. He's like, "Well, yeah, before I met your mum, like I was never gonna divorce my first wife, like never, never." Like ne- he's saying it confidently, like never, I would never do it, never do it, never do it. And 
then you start, I start thinking like, okay, so on the basis if you're not willing to call it a day or you don't want to kind of, you want to fight for it, are you doing yourself a disservice? You know, are you making it worse? Is by... by staying in the relationship, by trying to force it to work, by, by, you know, by being optimistic about it, where in a way, the, some situations didn't need the optimism. Is it a case of, look, sometimes we just have to look at the picture as it is. This picture's half broken. It's all, it's, it's slanted. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not really holding its value anymore. Anyways, I feel. Like, I think. Go? I think a lot of it could do with the career as well because I, I like. I have heard that like when it comes down to even in in in, in the workplace, to be like a CEO, to be like a top director, mm. like as a man, you have to be married. That's like almost like an unwritten rule. Like they're not like people higher up are not going to have some single guy in such a position. It's almost like a threat. You know, you just be bulldozing your way through. You know what I mean? Like you like for you to be married with kids and stuff like that, it's like, okay, cool. Like this guy's stable. Mm. Like, like it's like this is a stable person. Mm. So like that's how they that's so okay, you wanna get the top job in in Hollywood? Like you wanna be the top actor, like top billing, like you gotta be married. That doesn't work for everything. That's not a blanket statement, but mm. for certain people, for certain sections, like yes, that is kind of a thing. So for him, he's like, yeah, you know, I still wanna keep up that pretense. Like, like, I am in a marriage. It's a happy marriage. I got my kids there. You know, I'm stable. I can get the job. Because mm. he's had, I mean, a plethora of, of um, A-list roles. Like, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what he does. Like, it's even too many. Successful, it's, yeah, bro. it's very... And it's all, been under, it's all been in the marriage. Of course, there were some before, but definitely while he's been with Jada, his career has gone higher and higher and higher. So from the outside, the optics look like, oh, that's like, like you said, this is a fantastic marriage, you know? like. It's undefeated, you know? Like, I mean, I, I speak for Will. Like, his career has gone leaps and bounds. Yeah, he's... I feel like he's always been successful. And even in the rap world, he was very successful. Like, people will undermine it, but... Yeah, I know. He re like, 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 he really blew up. Like, he really was yeah. selling records and, and established rapper. Maybe not respected, but an established rapper that's putting out music. And then man said, right, and, cool. and he didn't have to curse or anything. Yeah. <laughs> and man said, you know what? Let me try a thing with, with acting. Or actually, he was broke. That's, that's what happened. He needed money. Man found this TV show, and great. That's the career. Started off like that. So, and even after that, like after he stopped the acting thing, it's like he's kind of been good in the production world. Like he's, he's got some decent films you know, under um, his belt. You know, Salt and Pepper. Mm. Um, I forget who's who. Was the taller one Salt? Yeah, and the shorter one's Pepper. And the shorter one's Pepper, yeah. So, I'm, like, I read that Salt, um, she, I think, I think she had an autobiography, but or she said it in, in the interview anyway, that when when they were coming up in the game, Will Smith was trying to get with her. Like, like, mm. like heavy, but, because she's looking the back of it, she's looking back on it on a, um, on a, uh, on, on a hindsight, mm. where she was like, oh, she she didn't really rate him, of course, because she was like, "No, he's a bit corny." Mm -hmm. So she went to go with um, Church. Yeah, and she said that that was a mistake. <laughs> she said yeah. that if she if she knew what she knew now, she would have easily just gone with Will Smith and just have a, a nice, comfortable, soft life. But all, all <laughs> of them, that's the thing, though. 
And that's why, like, I swear down, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to, if it's not a song, it's going to be something around this nice guy trope. Like, I feel like on the black side, it's different. It's, it's a different type of experience. And not to say it because I'm, I'm some poster child or whatever. I just feel like that's that thing, man. Like, thingy, Jada basically did the same thing to him. So it's like, even though she was with Will, it was like you clearly had this utter love and admiration for, for Tupac. Like, what's this a law? Like, man's boring or, or like, be, being, being sensible is not good, good, good enough for you. Like, man being credible is not good enough for you. Man treating you with respect is not good enough for you. Like, I find that weird. And anyways, it just probably shows, she was just the wrong type of woman at that time, innit? Like, she probably a bit more hood, get me, pretty hood girl. And man's thinking, yeah, man want to lock it down. But man couldn't even be with her, innit? Like, she's, she's not on it. Yeah, like, it's a... I mean, it's there, isn't it? I mean, I guess, like, he seems to be very, very strong on his opinion that he doesn't want to do the divorce thing um, and he wants to keep the family under the same roof. He needs to allow it, though. He needs to allow it. Like, I'm, 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 I feel for his mental state, yeah? Bro, let it go. It's over now. She's, she's beyond embarrassed you. It's, it's beyond, like, what's, the, what's, what's even the marriage now? Like, what's the value of it? Staying together just because to stay together. She's cussed him out. Well, not custom out, but I, I've never really felt like, like the disrespect is just really on another level. Like, I just find it like every opportunity she's getting, like, okay, even something as simple as the book thing. Like, he had a book. He didn't mention all of this because mm. he obviously knows what's the point. Why? And it doesn't make you look good, Jada. You don't gain any brownie points from this. So it's not as if, ooh, I'm doing this as, it's going to, give me a leg up. And... You think there's some contempt there where she's probably looking at him like, I can't believe you haven't even left me yet. Like, I, like I, like I don't even like you. Like, I like, I, I like you even less now. No, only because if she wanted to divorce, she just easily could have and she would have. But I think it's just not financially beneficial for her. That's just the bottom line. It doesn't make sense for her to do so. She, she can gain more from being in the marriage. Mm. And whereas for Will... Will's not gaining not, nothing at this stage. He hasn't been gaining anything since 2016. Since wherever that entanglement thing has surfaced, it's just been downhill for your, your marriage specifically. I don't know about your movies and this, but when I look at the marriage, I just keep thinking, you lot are a mess. It kind of puts things into perspective as well, where it's just like, like your songs are blockbusters and everything like that. But when you open your front door, it's almost like you're just like, <sighs> like back, like, like back, like, like back to hell. Yeah, man. Like, like that's really, that's really like a mind, that's really like a mind, like switch where it's just like on the, as soon as you leave your house, you are Will Smith. You are the top man. Like you're like, you're A-list. You're treated like royalty, basically. You know, money's coming in. You know, you're, you're admired across the world. But in your actual house, there's disrespect. You know, there's no love. Like you're not treated that's, that's a real... I mean, you're right. Like, it'll mess up with anyone's mental state. I, you know? Yeah. Like, like, sometimes, like, if it's the other way around... It's, it's not right, Eli, bro. Cause, like, bro. Like, if it's the other way around, it, it's almost like... I would even prefer that. I'd, like, you would prefer to be getting treated really badly and stuff like that outside of the work. But you know, when I come home... Yeah, It's, it's yeah, love. Yeah. When I come home, there's comfort here. There's solace. Like, there's... 
there's just love in the house. I can go back because that will because because that will recharge you to go back into the world and receive it all again. When you know, okay, yeah, when I come, I know when I come home, I'm good. Mm. I just need to get home. You know what I mean? And then you go back out again. But the other way around, where it's like, I, I need to stay out of this house. I need to stay out of this house. Like the whole world has it messed up because they think that my house is lovely and rosy. And and also like they're saying things like, oh, she she never Jada never wanted a traditional marriage. Okay, what is so what so she what, didn't want? So what marriage did, did they have? Or? I don't I don't know what they had. But oh, well, like she, an open she, marriage. Yeah, as in she she didn't want our uh, being like was it um. She, I think she, she was okay with polygamy. She was okay with this. She just didn't have this traditional thing of our white wedding, get married, and we're doing all this other stuff, which explains just her, just that whole. Just you can tell this family is just bare disjointed. That's that's what I got. As much as, as much as they're unified, I got this type of thing where, why does it feel like you guys are constantly just trying to break mold, like trying to break the norm, trying to stay away from things that are quote-unquote regular. Like, you've got your your son who, man says he, 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 he didn't want you guys to be his parents or be have parental guidance. Like, that's wild. Like, that's wild. Going from this cute boy who was playing your, your actual son, who's your son in real life, you lot were acting together, doing all this. Supposedly, yeah, he's, he was trying to build him up like some million-dollar franchise type of thing. Remember that thing, Earthstorm, that they did together? I don't know if that was the name of the film, but I remember Earthstorm I remember or something yeah. like that. But basically, like, Will basically had it patterned where he was... I mean, he had him in The Pursuit of Happiness as well. Yeah, but this is... They've grown up to... Yeah. Like, basically, just explaining, like, he... It was a, it was a bit of a, a plan from, from Pursuit of Happiness. Like, all right, cool, look. My son, people like him. He's young. He's the next guy up. All right, cool. We're going to make like a um like a Harry Potter. That's that's basically what he was trying to create with this Earthstorm thing. So basically you're just set up for life. Like you're like a billion dollar like selling the rights of him as a figure, yeah, yeah. selling all this other stuff. And I think somehow Jaden found out felt felt like that's a violation. Like you can't just sell me out like I'm not just your business thing in it. No. But how to view it? As, as, as as well as watching this other Beckham documentary, he talks a lot about how his dad was very pushy. His dad basically would kill him if he doesn't get the corners right. When they ask the dad, who's in the documentary, like, do you think you did wrong? He says, no, nah, look how you turned out. I've always felt up and down about that. I think of Joe Jackson, who's Michael Jackson's dad. He will say the same thing. These, these men will say, well, my son's what? One of the world's greatest footballers. Uh, Joe Jackson, my son's like the world's greatest entertainer. You know, so who's to say, like, if, if it was a, a, a good or a bad thing? I mean, like, Beckham did take some sweet corners, though. I ain't gonna lie, though. Yeah, no, like, the, the guy's foot was, was amazing. Like, even watching it back, it just made me think, you know what? Separate from this, this you can't mess with this guy and his mentality. Forget even just the skill and the foot. Like, you, all the things he had been through, that's real class as a as a person, because mere people would have crumbled easily. That's the thing. I mean, it's like almost. Do you get to that level? You know, even someone like a Floyd Mayweather, he talks about like yeah, like his dad was 
he was he was just militant, like in the gym, militant. But he would, but I think even him and his father argue about that all the time. Mm. Like where his father, but his father is almost just like, look, like you owe me because I know what I did for you. I know the, even though it was drilling, like I know like, 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 look how you turned out, like give me the props. Mm. You know, there's a bit, defun- it was a bit dysfunctional back in the day, but that's just how it was, isn't it? Where he's just like, look, I mean, it, it came full circle because in the end, like Flo was like, no, nah, like I, I respect my dad. Like, yeah, like I, I still remember the first lessons he, he taught me. I, I, I still use that till today. Mm. So, but do you get to that level without that mechanical drive? I think Kobe spoke about that, that mechanical drive, where it's just again, 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 like a machine, mm. again, again. Like you just don't, you just don't stop. It's just mechanical to, ha- to have that drive. Yeah, it's hard, man, because I'm never, I'm never going to say no. Like even when it was Beckham's dad and whatever, bro, you can see the fear in Beckham's face. Certain times he's talking about, he's like, nah. He'll tell me I'll do a kick and he'll tell me I want the ball in this part of the goal. Like, just tell him, no, do it again. I want the ball in that part of the goal. And, you know, back to, like, obviously with Will and and obviously Jaden, it's like saying they didn't have that rapport. So maybe that's where it's come from, where the dad's being like, yo, that pushy dad, but them not think Brand it out like that. Like, I don't know, innit? It depends on what child you have as well. Yeah. Like, so, so say for like someone like a Beckham, for someone like a Floyd, these are just children that just were like, you know what, cool, I, I may not like it, I may even hate it, but I'm going to listen. Where there'd be a child like Jaden, who's like, look, no, nah, I don't, no, nah, I don't want none of that. Yeah. And I, because I think of it like, oh, sorry, what I will add though, which is interesting. By the time for Jaden to make that decision, though, because you're because you are putting a lot of pressure on the child, isn't it? So from what I know of Beckham, they weren't no super rich family. Yeah, yeah. And from Floyd, like I, I know that they weren't no super rich like millionaires going off. Jaden was. Mm. So Jaden could have he could afford to say no. He could afford to say I don't want any of that. I'm still gonna go back to the house, like to the mansion. The yeah. life he's living now is still a life of luxury. Yeah. Whether he was the movie star or or, or not. So I think that plays a part as well. If you're coming from like a working class, and I'll say that because we were talking about the Victoria Beckham stuff earlier. If you're coming from a working class background and even as a child, you've internalized, no, like it's up to me to get my family out of all of this. You know, like there's a reason why my father or my parent is really pushing me because like I can see where we're living and I can see the results of if I actually do well, this could be really good. Mm. But when you've already, when you, when you're already going to bed in silk sheets, you can afford to say, I don't want to yeah. be a movie star because there'll be other people that will be like, rah, like your dad actually set you up to be like a movie star. My guy, bro, man, like, like you're already patterned, bro. All you have to do is just, is just act. But you but, don't want to do it. But you don't want to do it. But if you're already a millionaire, like he's already going to- It's more, it's more, I get what you're saying. It's just more reason to not. Like if you're somebody who was more coming from poverty or coming from working class- You're going to do it. it. Yeah. And even if you necessarily don't want to, it's more of a, actually this is a great opportunity. What, you're going to act and get money? Like, why not? Like, especially what he ended up doing, it was quite smart. Like basically, like they had the movie set up with all the merch, this and that. Basically, the movie just didn't do that well. Yeah. And then something happened with Jaden. He didn't. I think he didn't promote it right, or it wasn't in the right realm, or whatever. And everything just went to shits, and Will lost lots of money. But I'm like, if it went off, 
he would be like like a Indiana Jones type of figurine, Harry yeah, Potter kind yeah, of thing, like, and just could have been something. But get me, like. But so, yeah, I, I just want to add that in as well. Like the luxury of saying no. That's the thing. It's the luxury of saying no. Mm. That's the thing because I, I I know that there there may be some people listening to this that will be like, oh no, I actually wish my dad pushed me like David Beckham's dad. Yeah, no, that would be really good. That's what we're saying. So I, I, I'm saying that to say like, that's obviously adding to Will's like he he he's, he's obviously he, he wants his son to do well. Like he's kind of gone above him from when it's not been an open discussion about what he's trying to do with his life. But he's obviously made all these plans. He obviously just wants the success. He wants the success. He wants the success. But yeah, man, I I really truly see it as it, there has to be that point of like looking past the delusion, man. You can't just be that deluded and just be like, yeah, I'm so optimistic. It's gonna work. Um, you know what? I, I'm not. I'm not gonna respect what divorce divorce is or what it represents because it's time I can't for fail. yeah. It's time for a new thing. Like it's like. Things need to be refreshed. Like it's not. Um, if, if it's not working for you, it's time to change it up. Yeah. It's time to change it up. Like this is not working for him. He can't. He cannot. He can't convince anybody that he's in a good space. You know, mm. even mentally, he can't. Mm. I, I don't even know if he can even convince himself. So, you know, doing doing the same thing and expecting different results is is actually madness. So you Definitely need to sunny. exactly. So you really need to go and change it up there. So yeah, Will, could, we know you listen to the pod. Definitely, you know, go out there and, and switch it up for sure. Listen, I swear on everything I love. If, if it was listening, please. I'm saying this right now, innit? I feel like for Will Smith, I know that the certain men have their opinions about him or whatever, but bro, on the aesthetics of who he is, he's done to me nothing but just try and be at least a good black man on the visual aspect. Yeah, guys, you listening to the words I'm saying? 20 years or 30 years from now, listen to words I'm saying clearly. I'm saying on the visual aspects, meaning he's tried his best to not be some ratchet guy, not not have five baby mums, not buy stupid stuff and lose all his money, not disrespect every black woman that he sees, not, uh, I don't know, like, go and do something violent. I mean, of course, the slap in it. Do you know what I mean? But like, he's generally, I I feel like one thing I feel he's been, his position that he's been playing and in a way, it's probably eating at him, but he's always played this, the good black guy. This Like it got to him. Like, it just got to him. Like, he's only human. He snapped, didn't he? You know what I'm saying? And that can happen to anybody. Get me? And I have to rate him because he's just done a lot of stuff, man. He's done a lot of things. But yeah. Anyway, people... GM5M podcast, give me five minutes. It's Eli. We've got stars in the building. Our people until next week. We out. Okay.